the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Situation Report, where we do our best every week to bring you the information you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. My name is Jeremy Stallnecker, here with Chad Robichaux, and just so glad to have you joining us today. Well, I'm sure the period of American history from 2016 to 2020 will be remembered for all kinds of things. We've got a lot to remember. Looking back, I think one of the things that we will appreciate about this period of time is the rise in what we might call independent media. For generations, the media has been controlled by a few very powerful people, powerful organizations, powerful uh, conglomerates. But because of the internet, because of cameras and equipment being more portable, because of individuals who are willing to go out and get the story, independent media has given a voice to many people who would not otherwise have one. The question we have to ask as we look at so much of the lockdowns of information and so much of the control of information is what is the future of independent media in America? I, for one, believe that without independent media, we'd be in a difficult spot. We'd be in a place that uh, none of us really want to be. But we have to ask the question, going forward, what does that look like? And we have an incredible guest with us today to help break this down for us. Elijah Schaefer is with us. And uh, so thankful that he is. Uh, He is the host of the Slightly Offensive Podcast on the Blaze Network. If you haven't watched that, you need to go check it out. Um, As uh, Glenn Beck would say, it's only slightly offensive. Uh, (laughs) Every time he talks to you, I think he says the same thing, and uh, that's one of my my favorite uh, things that he says. It's only slightly offensive. Uh, Independent journalist and field reporter, and for this last year, covering much of the unrest in our country, including most recently the events in the Capitol. And uh, again, you can go check that out if you'd like to. Um, One of the things Elijah has is a very unique perspective on independent media. And he's, he's dealt with this on the street, during the riots, during the protests, asking questions of people who are out there doing it, and then dealing with uh, much of the uh, media blackout of his content. And so a great conversation, a great opportunity to talk about this. Elijah, again, thank you so much. I, I know you're very busy. You do a lot of stuff, but uh, thanks for talking about this with us. This is something that is so hard to get our brains around. Yeah, thank you for for having me on. I mean, it, like you said, I'm not just busy because you know I'm I'm making breakfast late into the afternoon. You know, it, <laughs> it's it's been a very wild and I would say in many ways a very wicked last 12 months for our country, and it's come to the surmise of many people because you know obviously the images that you see that uh, you know your guests see are probably coming from independent media sources, but unfortunately the power hold that the corporate media has on the flow of information and the way big tech censors independent media, the majority of the nation still believes that 2020 was a mostly peaceful year for our country and that 2021 is a year of transparency in the federal government, which is obviously both are untrue and we got a big fight ahead. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's such a, a a need right now for independent media. And I, I believe that comes from the mainstream media's, gaining or the lack of trust in the mainstream media from the from American citizens and we see this all around the world uh, I mean it doesn't matter if you're in the right or left 
the term fake news seems to be a pretty common term. We don't, we just don't believe the media anymore. And so I believe that's where the independent media is coming from, obviously. But how do we get here? What, what's some key events over the last decade that have really trans, uh, tr- transcended uh, what we knew as traditional media to what we see today? Yeah, well, I actually want to go back about, about two decades, right? Because if we look, uh, you know, not, this is even more than two decades, but if we look at the fall of uh, the wall, right, we look at the end of the Cold War, and we talk about this this crumbling of the complex of two superpowers. You have this power hold on information from the West, power hold on information from the East, the USSR versus the United States, fighting in proxy wars around the world. It's very important to control propaganda, and yes, like, I know people don't like to admit that the U.S. Is, engages in, in massive propaganda, but I hope 2020 woke them up to that, that the media yeah. definitely covers for bad bad faith actors. They have agendas. Uh, you know, moving up forward, you know, when 2001, when the 9-11 attacks happened, you know, you saw a really interesting moment where uh, there was only one narrative that was allowed out in that event, that these were terrorists who attacked our country, that there were weapons of mass destruction. And that we needed to invade Afghanistan and eventually Iraq as well. You know, and then it comes out that you see George W. Bush, a junior, by the way, and he's, you know, a few years later after we didn't find weapons of mass destruction, is joking at, you know, at a speech going, oh, I wonder where weapons of mass destruction are. Are they over there? No. You know, he's like speaking as if it's like a joke. Oh, I guess they were never weapons of mass destruction. And you're going, well, that's, well, that's pretty difficult to understand because we were literally told every day that there were yeah. nuclear warheads. Yes, there were there were there were uh, chemical agents. There were some weapons that were that were problematic. But meaning, we sacrificed thousands of American lives, got into wars we haven't even finished because the media worked with the government to push a narrative that we needed to invade these countries because of the threat that they had. And I'm not going to get into wartime politics, but I mean, 20 years later, we have not gotten out of those wars. And that media coverage that led public opinion to get involved in those wars and to stay involved in those wars with on false pretenses, I think set the nerve for Americans to become very suspicious of the media in general, especially veterans of all people who have served the country who go, you know, if I'm gonna put my life on the line, if I'm gonna go overseas, if I'm gonna do what I'm being asked for my country, I love my country, my country probably has the obligation back to me to be honest and transparent with me about what I'm getting into and why I'm getting into it, right? And so now we're now we're in these these wars overseas, and the government can't even fully explain what the end result is or the goal is today. And I think that's what leaves Americans frustrated, right? Because it's not just we're not just pissed off because someone's giving us you know fake or alternative facts, as they say. It's like yeah. not only are some people's family members giving giving their lives, some of the people who watch this show are currently you know giving their lives or given up body parts or have given up mental health. I mean, it's very serious. And if the media isn't able to work on behalf of the people, then we have to ask ourselves, who are they working on behalf? That's good. Um, okay. So with that in mind, <laughs> what happens next to, to those major news networks? So the media is not working on our behalf. Um, again, you're right. You can go back to 2001. Um, you know, Chad and I both, well, Chad was in, in Afghanistan, I was in Iraq, both served as Marines. <clears throat> and I remember when the when all that happened, 9-11, the media narrative, um, as a young Marine, I was excited for the opportunity to go and, you know, do the work that our country needed done to protect freedom and, and all of that. And now, in retrospect, there are questions, right? And, and there are things that I look back on and go, 
maybe I didn't know everything I needed to know. Maybe I didn't fully understand what was happening. And I think that is common. And then more broadly, um, the major news networks, including Fox, not just CNN or whatever, but including Fox, uh, I think a lot of folks have said we can't trust them anymore. So what happens to these networks? I think one of the great things about the Donald Trump presidency was CNN had something to talk about every single day. Um, and now they don't have that. Do these networks, do they continue? Do they find a new bad guy? Do they consolidate power? Do they change their model? Uh, what do they do to survive? So outside of independent media, classic, <laughs> what we understand as major news networks, what do they do going forward? I wanted to take a minute to let our audience know about the work that we do through an incredible veterans nonprofit called the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Many of our nation's warriors struggle with the hardships of military service and reintegration back into civilian life. Often they leave broken homes in their aftermath and comprise one of the most at-risk groups for suicide, with over 20 veterans who take their lives every single day. Mighty Oaks tackles this critical issue with our faith-based peer-to-peer resiliency and recovery programs offered at no cost to our honored servicemen and women at beautiful ranches across the United States. Mighty Oaks has one of the highest success rates of any program available anywhere. Visit MightyOaksPrograms.org to learn more about how you can make a direct impact in the lives of our servicemen and women to help them find a new life purpose through hope in Christ. Again, that's MightyOaksPrograms.org. Witnessing the transformation that these men and women go through is absolutely incredible. There are no words to describe seeing warriors restored to the lives they were created to live, changing their legacies for eternity. Your support is needed now more than ever and will ensure that our programs are here for our warriors who are in desperate need. Again, the website is mightyoaksprograms.org. Well, that's a really good question. And I think that there's three things that they're actually doing, which is really important. So number one, uh, like we talked about, and I never would you know, speak poorly of anyone who had enlisted or you know, wanted to serve the country. But like you said, looking back now, when more information has come out, we go, Okay, well, you know, I, I never regret, regret serving America. I never regret serving my country. Right. But I also want to make sure that the country that I don't regret serving, uh, you know, doesn't take my life for granted, doesn't take my service for granted. They don't look at me as expendable, that sure. what we're doing is a coordinated effort for my country. Now, going forward now, I would say most veterans, most individuals in law enforcement, people who put their life on the line have skin in the game, including fam- like conservative family members, dads, yep. moms, are looking to alternative media. Why? Because they're looking for a real person that's not just reading a teleprompter, that did their own research, that's trying to provide the truth. Well, there, there's a lot of access to that today, right? We have social media, Telegram, Facebook, you know, alternative signal, we have uh, Gab, et cetera, even from Twitter, we have all these alternatives. Well, the media realized, oh my gosh, we're losing the battle. So what was happening was, is as you saw on CNN the other day, they're saying it's not fair that a daytime YouTuber, for instance, uh, I would use myself as an example, yeah. is getting better viewership than daytime CNN with billions of dollars of budget. And I know that you're, you know, might be deceived by the elaboracy of this back background. <laughs> I don't work on a billion dollar budget. Uh, it's close. We're getting close. Uh, but but I would say that you know they go, oh, we've got to keep these these budgets you know inflated. We've got to keep paying people a lot of money to lie. It takes a lot of money to back people up. So they've done they've done three very important things. Number one, um, they've come into YouTube and they've created these trusted uh, source uh, relationships or trusted news partnership relationships. What that did effectively 
is it anybody who's not in this program that talks about current events has now an 88% less chance of being uh, recommended to new users. So there's that they did this with Facebook. They did this uh, as well with Snapchat. I believe they have done this with Instagram and in some cases, I don't think Twitter's there yet, uh, but they're not, it's not just that people who have alternative opinions or are independent are, are just thwarted. They actually super inflate the news uh, from these mainstream outlets, including more recently, they gave them their own news carousel that mm. shows up at the top of every YouTube page. Now, the reason why I bring up YouTube is because YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world, right? This is the second largest website in the world, second to Google, and it's owned by Alphabet, the parent company of Google. And so when people go to look for information, just like they Google things, they also Google on YouTube. How do I do this? I'm sure everyone watching this is just typing, you know, on YouTube, how do I change a tire or whatever, yeah. you know, basic things to what's happening or what happened at nine, in 9-11, right? So before, you know, you would get all these conspiracy theories and alternative opinions, and you could have this really holistic view on the world. Well, YouTube's decided that because they're a search engine, that information that's not verified from an, from an establishment media source cannot render to the viewer. And viewers, you, people watching this show, you're not smart enough to, to decide what you wanna watch. So they're going to prevent people's voices from getting out. And to put into perspective how badly that affected channels like myself, I mean, I could go from an average of like three to 500,000 views per video down to about 30 to 50,000 views per video on average on YouTube when they made these changes. Uh, and additionally, they created a borderline, uh, the, the news network started this borderline um, content, which we're now seeing this phrase borderline be transferred to Instagram, Facebook, and other outlets with these fact checkers, I'm sure you're aware, hmm. that are these partly false or missing context <clears throat> taglines, where if you get fact checked nine times on your page, you lose 99% distribution of your page. Oh. So you're talking about, and, and to put into perspective, um, how, let me, let me read this to you. To put into perspective how, how biased the fact checking is against conservatives and how, how they manipulate this to stop voices. I wrote a, a post on Instagram, I got fact checked for something that I wrote. <laughs> and I wanna read this to you. I wrote a tweet, a Twitter, it's like 160 characters little lines like not like fragments of sentences of course it's missing context of course it doesn't have all the details it's a few lines facebook instagram everyone wrote a, an entire article on politifact fact checking my tweet and here's what they said elijah schaefer said energy prices rose under the biden administration our fact check this is misleading and lacks context <laughs> some energy prices went up slightly in the last week some did not I, Elijah Schaefer said some of the highest COVID death rates under Biden. Our fact check said that COVID-19 death rates are undeniably high in the U.S., but there is no evidence that Biden, who hasn't been in the job for a week, has had enough time to impact those metrics, which I never said he did. I said ISIS miraculously appeared again. This is just like a vague, I'm just making a tweet. And they go, this is wrong. ISIS, the militant group who seized control of territory in Syria and Iraq starting in 2014, has largely fizzled out over the last few years with no major terrorist attack, but it never was completely defeated. Yeah. <laughs> this is so good, wait, this one's one of my favorites. I said, drug prices were raised for the most vulnerable. They said, our fact check, this is complicated. And so, <laughs> so, so it's like, so, so that's, so number one, they've, they've changed algorithms. Yeah. Number two, they fact checked alternative media out of, out of having their opinion. 
And then number three is the monetization issue is all of these things involved uh, work on not on uh, removing the ability for independent creators to monetize their work on these platforms, which I don't know if you've noticed this, but during the beginning of the Trump era, there was this uh, a resurgence of all this alternative media and all these yeah. new voices came to light. A lot of these news now like superstars essentially, or even maybe your show and different things develop. Well, there's this, there's nobody now between like 2019 and now there's no new people that have come up because they've removed the ability for anybody who has a non-traditional voice to make money and create their own media empire. So the networks, this is kind of lengthy, but I like to, you know, I hope people yeah, it's good. They no, don't it's know good. this already. Yeah, I hope, I hope the three things together by changing the algorithms and making everybody who's not in the inside seem like they're unreliable to two, using fake and inaccurate fact-checking to make people lose credibility. And then three, use all of that together to remove monetization. Myself, I've, I don't make any money on social media at all, period. Uh, they've removed everything from my channels. I'm sure a lot of people are on the same, on the same boat. Um, and what, what is their excuse? They say, at least half of your videos are hateful or harmful. Yeah. And then I write an email back and say, well, if half of them are, there's got to be at least one thing in one video that you could point out that was harmful or hateful. And they just say, in general, your videos yeah. are harmful and hateful. And I just say, well, what is it that's being said? And that's what they've done is they've, they've psyoped, very military in terms of like flanked information from the sides, right? And came in and power squeezed everybody until we're stuck in these bubbles and we can't get our information out. And they're being successful at it and it's, it's disappointing. So fo following up on that, so when we look at the networks, really what you're saying is they're not going to do anything different. <laughs> they're just going to shut down alternative voices. That's what they're going to do. That's their strategy. Yeah, well, and and so here's the thing that, that I think is really, you know, I, like, like you were saying, when, when you guys have served, right, in the military, part of the reason why I know I talk to everybody who's, who's served in the military is that you fight for people you disagree with to have the right to speak yeah. their opinions Correct. and to say things that you don't like. You, Part of you know, in a free society. <laughs> yeah, you fight for people to be able to burn the American flag in a street. I know people don't like it. I don't like it. It's disrespectful, but it's like, unfortunately in a free society, you can kind of be an a-hole. It's kind yeah. of part of yeah, yeah. the right. Uh, you know, and so when we come down to this, it's, it's, a, it's basically globalism and a lack of patriotism where these people care more about yeah. manipulating the country and the masses than the truth, but they realize that we have to keep an appearance of freedom in our nation. And I, and I think any veteran or, or, or individual who's, you know, like I said, got just skin in the game in general, even if you just have kids or, you know, you're, you're, you have a good job and you, you know, the, the future of the country matters to you. Um, you have to realize that these powerful individuals aren't really hiding any longer that, that we don't really hold the power. And I know I can't say much about the election, um, you know, but all I but I can say this, that the election that just happened was the fairest and most accurate and faithful election ever in the history of the country, according to Facebook and Instagram. And why can I say that? Because I have to say that because yeah. I'm not allowed to say anything differently. Now, I could not object to that. I could not give it an alternate opinion. And that's scary to me. Even if I genuinely believe the election was fair, the fact that somebody can't just go online sure. and create an objection, and then what's even weirder is is that, well, you go, well, why can't you object to the election? Why can't you say things about it? Why can't you say that, you know, use all the trigger words? Well, because these 
social media companies have civic integrity policy, you know, policies. We sound yeah. like we're in Maoist China. Like this is the you know the Ministry of Truth or something. Right. And, <laughs> right. and you know, civic integrity policy. My point being is that these companies have been corrupted in their 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 yield for power, and ultimately, like we're seeing with the rigging of the of the trading of stocks and cryptocurrencies that are supposed to be unregulated to an extent to allow people to, to play with GameStop and AMC and Dogecoin and what's going on. And then the Biden administration defending the hedge fund billionaires who are yeah. manipulating markets against yeah. people. And then you find out that members on the Biden administration, right? Like you find Janet Yellen, the treasury secretary has, get, you know, has get paid off by one of the companies that's involved in manipulating the market. You find that the brother of, Je, uh, of Jen Psaki, I believe the uh, press secretary is involved in this as well. You realize that there are a very special club and group of people who want to hold power in this country and they will only give us enough freedom so that we feel like we're free. But anytime we try to break out of the chicken coop and take back and live to the standards of our constitution and live and try to raise our standards to what our forefathers intended, well, they take their globalist minded assets and they squash us as if like squashing a rebellion yeah. to let us know that, you know, you can fight for your country but you know your country will not fight for yeah. you but keep your mouth and, shut yeah. yeah 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 so so you can die and you can give your life but we won't even give we won't even give up a couple of some of our money right we won't even give up one of our 20 billion dollars to help you but here's 600 dollars. congratulations sure. now shut the hell up yeah yeah I, I, the, the, all that leads me to a question that I, I can't seem to get an answer to and maybe 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 you know maybe you don't but you know my 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 personal Instagram was, I would say, shadow banned, you know, and it was like one moment somebody flipped the switch and I went from, you know, thousands of views and, and uh, over a thousand likes to 70 likes on a, it, it was immediate. Uh, and the, one of the major problems, I think the one thing that makes me so upset about that is that I actually am a paying customer. I pay for ads and I'm sure you've had this done to you much worse. And I'm sure you've paid for ads and marketing and, and advertising through your page at some point. So is there, you know, what's the, is there any kind of like legalities to, I mean, if I know if I took my car to the mechanic to have my carburetor fixed and while I was behind closed doors, they broke something else. I mean, that would be, I mean, that'd be a criminal act. I mean, I'm paying them to grow my audience and then they're turning around and suppressing my audience. Yeah, I mean, in a just world and if the constitution still existed, then probably we are looking pretty fair. And and I hate to be, you know, I don't, I, I offend people a lot, but just slightly, uh, <laughs> you know, but as, especially, especially sometimes veteran communities get offended by what I say because Obviously, some things are really tough to, to accept in this regard, but I, I hope that people take this with a, sure. you know, not like not with a disdain or being black pilled or spiteful, but just out of honesty. The Constitution and this country don't really exist in the way that we're taught to believe it does. And I don't mean that the, that that you know the country that you and I and on the people watching believe in exists, but it's overshadowed by a more universal power hold of people who do not care about our civic integrity, our constitution. It's just simply they respect it as long as they're forced to acknowledge it. And and I mean that because like you're saying with suing, it's like, have you ever wondered why China looks like it's becoming more like America, gaining more capitalistic tendencies, more freedoms, 
But America looks like it's becoming more like China. Well, because that's part of the World Economic Forum and the UN's 20, Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, where they want to unify countries to having a more balanced, free market, authoritarian governance structure. Mm. This is a, a common understanding. So my point being is that even though the Constitution could hold itself in the courts, and maybe you say, well, I could fight and, and battle, you're not going to have really much success because you're going to find the courts have already been politicized and that the judges and the district attorneys and people that you would get involved in prosecutions in a lot of these areas where you like in, you know, in Silicon Valley, where you would have to, you know, make your claims are going to already have been bought out or put in place by individuals who are on board with this anti-American agenda. And so, you know, like I said, with the stock market thing, you go, isn't that illegal to rig the markets against the American public? Well, theoretically, that is absolutely illegal, right? You but only theoretically. <laughs> the, yeah, the, so theoretically, but it's like, oh, but when you realize that the that the federal administration yeah. is involved in it, yeah. well, good luck, unless you want to stage a coup or something, which I never recommend, as we saw on January 6th with certain individuals storming the Capitol, not the way to do it. Uh, so then you go, well, can I fight back legally? I mean, you know, you can be anything if you just believe, you know, I mean, <laughs> that that's my point is that yeah. it's come to the point where these people hold so much power. They're trillion dollar companies, man. These are trillion dollar companies that uh, sites like gab.com. And, and this is where I'm going to tell you, uh, censorship is going to get so bad that I can, that a lot of websites are currently crowdsourcing to launch their own satellites into outer space so that we can get our own direct ISP addresses to satellites because we're afraid, and a lot of people are afraid, that the actual ISPs are gonna be blocked, even if you have your own servers. If people don't understand this, that's fine, but essentially just saying there's a signal and every house has a certain code and you can access things from your home and we're afraid that they're gonna block certain website addresses and eventually even start shadow banning like, like uh, China does your actual internet here in America as a whole, and we've got to fight for space, which may be why the Space Force was invented, was intentionally for a, a battle for, for information. I uh, know we don't know fully why Space Force was was you know established. I say invented because it doesn't seem like it's a real thing yet. <laughs> no offense to anyone who's a part of it, but it's like, I don't think anyone fully gets what Space Force is for. I saw a meme that was like, Donald, that, that the letter that Donald Trump Jr. left to, uh, to Joe Biden in the White House was, you know, we kind of made up Space Force as a joke, but the public liked it, so we stuck <laughs> with it, you know? <laughs> so it's like, but no, but that being said, yeah, in conclusion, it's like, you would think you could sue, and I want to, and I get angry, man, I've been, they've deleted my, 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 my site so many times, we've used lawyers to get them back up, but for the average American who doesn't have, you know, network lawyers, they don't have these things, what can you do? Right now, the only thing you can do is not fight on those websites, it's get onto other websites, and I hate creating echo chambers, but it's not an echo chamber. It's just being able to say what you want. Because I'm telling you, they're listening on your cell phones to for advertising, right? There's microphones that pick up on what you're talking about for algorithms and certain apps. If you look at Instagram's terms of service, it essentially says that they can access your banking information. It says they can access any information on your phone. And guess, guess how you accept their terms of service? You just have their app installed. You don't even have to read it or accept it. You just, have it. you know, yep. you just have it. So my point, my point is, 
We need to support websites like Gab, like Telegram. You need to be texting on things like Signal. Yes, they will come for Telegram. Yes, they will eventually come for Signal and they'll come for your internet. But, you know, the U.S. won the Revolutionary War not by becoming an empire, but by fighting with guerrilla tactics. Yeah. And while I'm not promoting actual violence, I'm promoting internet, we have to use those same tactics today because the information will get out and we can get it out still. Just don't cry when you get kicked off Instagram because it'll probably happen. Here's kind of a final question then. Maybe you can help us with this because I, I think this is really important. So I am, I personally am probably more optimistic about the future of information simply because of what you just said. Uh, the American way is to find a way. I think a lot of people are upset <laughs> and a lot of people are also smart. I think a lot of very intelligent people have just allowed you know, the Silicon Valley and others who have control to have control, assuming that they'd never do anything to harm us. Now they've done something to harm us. I, I think the future is we'll figure out a way. I, I don't know what that looks like. I have no idea, but I think we'll figure out a way. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> but in that process... Here's my question. In the process, how does the average consumer discern what is true and what is not true? Because honestly, even a lot of what's on YouTube five years ago, it's not real. Anyone has anyone who has access to a computer can start a YouTube channel and say whatever they want. That doesn't make it true. The fact that you're wearing a suit and tie on CNN or Fox or whatever saying things doesn't make it true. How, how does someone who just wants the truth, I just want to know what's right, what's happening, what's going on, how do they discern that? How do they figure that out in, in you know, an information age that is in such flux with such an uncertain future? Yeah, I can say definitely not by reading fact checks at the bottom of Facebook <laughs> posts. You know, I think, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's a certain portion of people, and not obviously your audience, because if they were these people, they wouldn't be watching the show, that are just kind of unfortunately stupid and they're not <laughs> going to know things. And yeah. they're going to see, you know, a, an article that's like razor blades being shipped out inside of Dasani water bottles. Right. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't buy Dasani water, just razors. And you're like, dude, I dude, think I just had that forwarded to me, actually, that exact story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, dude, that's how, like, okay, those people exist and we love them. And, sure. you know, when they, when they get a little buzzed, they tell some good stories. But, <laughs> But, it, you know, the, the person watching this show is not dumb. They obviously seek out information. And so it's like, well, how do we know what's true? Well, number one, probably what's being spoken about on in the media is probably closer to the opposite of reality is usually what I take. So an example is, as Washington Post says, in the midst of this fight between the hedge funds and the GameStop traders, the hedge fund traders are the good guys. That's literally what they said, Washington Post. So you go, okay, Washington Post is saying these are the good people. I'm just going to probably start by assuming that they're not. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and, and investigating what they're saying. Now, I also want to say that that's, it's also important to not just consume, secondly, the mainstream outlets. Like, sure. we, are not, we are not subjugated to just following Washington Post because if you swipe left, on your on your iPhone, it's on you know curated into Apple News or on your Android in the news app because Google decided it's going to be there. Like you have to number two, in any situation where there could be subjective reasoning, you've always got to look. I it's like stupid to say this, but you've got to look at multiple sources. Yeah. And 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 I follow a lot of lefty pages, like alternative lefty pages, 
And this is where I piss off like real hardcore right-wing people because I have more in common with the radical left than I do with a lot of Republicans. And I mean this because it's like when you look at when you look at people, if you can get out of your party nobility, like oh, Republicans versus Democrats, right. you realize that right. it's actually a fight between the populace and you know these are globalists. At least yep. that's you know maybe that's not conspiratorial to some of your viewers, but that's what I believe. And it's not a conspiracy; it's reality. Is the radical left just like the hardline right, uh, as we would call them radical left, actually think the same things we do? But ultimately speaking, when you look at the people they are saying the system is broken it's not working for us we want answers but that answer is like socialism now i don't agree that the conclusion sure. yeah is there to to institute socialism but i can agree that the system is broken yes. it's not serving the people and i am just as pissed off when joe biden says i'm going to give you $2000 and then he says 2000 is 1400 plus 600 i don't really want any government money but I'm just pissed off at the lie as well. Yeah. I just want to be lied to. Yeah, I don't want to be lied to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They want free money. I'm just pissed the government is lying to people <laughs> again. Right? right? I'm going, okay, when are you going to tell the truth? Yeah. So when I, when, I, when, I, when, when I tell people follow people on all spectrums, a lot of times, because the left isn't as censored as the right, if you follow sources that disagree with you, you often find the same challenges to that information that you should be challenging. But... You can then three, so we had the first one, right? Read, you know, look at the ideas. Then two, yeah. look at alternative sources. So once you look at them, you go, oh, there's a there's a, a suggested post from a radical left outlet that's saying Joe Biden has lied, and they're pointing out the truth here. Joe Biden lied. I don't give a damn about the two thousand dollars. I just okay, he, he's lying to the people. Yep. Now three, you use your own platforms to correct the, that information. And if you think, well, I only have fifteen followers, thirty followers. No high school teacher goes, well, I'm not going to teach my class because we have only 25 <laughs> students in the people, class. Right. Yep. right. It's like, no, 20. that's a good number. In fact, people say that the best people to be taught are in smaller, tighter numbers, right? The more expensive of a school you pay for, the less people are in a classroom. Yeah. So engage with people around you and disseminate that information out because they, they'll, they're going to censor me. So a lot of people don't watch me and half my followers are going to be people who hate me, who like <laughs> – like to just call me like a terrorist every day for just being a reporter and try to put me in federal prison for doing my job. Yeah. Like that's literally like a lot of the people. But if you have people in your hometown, that people that are your friends and your family, you can engage in civic conversation. You can be tactful about it saying, you know, let's say you have a lot of liberal family and you know Joe Biden lied and you can word it in a way they'd like it. Like, hey, I'm, you know, like, can you guys believe that Joe Biden said he would do this for you and it's his first week and he's already went back on his promise. Like it, I, I'd be pissed, you know, and you start wording information to change the public direction. I think that's how we are resilient. I think that's how yeah. we get information out and it's going to be a tough battle. Maybe we have to pay, raise a few billion and launch some satellites yep. Elon Musk, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> if that's what we have to do, that's what we have to do. Uh, Elijah, man, that's, that's awesome. What, where do you want people to look for you? I know a lot of your stuff, particularly the last couple of weeks, has been uh, banned, blocked, uh, confused. <laughs> where do you want people to go to, to find your content? You can uh, find me on, I would recommend on Telegram, on Gab. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Rumble, 
Odyssey platform. I know some of you might not know what any of these are, but I'm just going to start listing them off. Uh, I think you can also find me on, oh yeah, and yeah, I think you can also find me on blazetv.com, sure? yes. uh, which is, which is, which is very important. And, you know, we're moving our own servers and stuff, and this is not just a plug for blaze TV, but the reason why, for instance, I align with blaze TV, it's an, you know, alternative independent company that yep. doesn't, uh, it's one of the few media companies that doesn't have copywriters that and editors for the people in their shows. So that's what I, what I mean by it's not corporate structure. There's no narrative and it gets handed down. Um, we are all independent and we contribute information to a hub to back it up onto servers so that in case we get deplatformed, awesome. all of our stuff is backed up at blazetv.com. Um, but wherever, yeah, wherever you can find information on the main platforms, you can find me. And I encourage every viewer, please get on, Parler's coming back. I'll, I'm on there too when it comes back, but be on Gab. They have their own servers. It's not a place for right-wing lunatics. There's a lot of different people like from you know crypto traders to the lgbt in yeah. you know community that gets censored too basically any group that has ideas that they the the people in charge don't want out you can communicate on telegram and gab as, apart from pornography and actual calls to violence gotcha. so i mean that's a pretty good terms of service it's like yeah. don't be a terrorist yeah and we're you're cool don't yeah. be a terrorist <laughs> or like flash yourself to children and we'll let you on our platform. Yep. That's a pretty, I'd say pretty, for me, that's an easy standard. Some people apparently, not. <laughs> some people apparently not, but, but for me, it's easy. And so, yeah, so just so check it out. And then where is this show mostly hosted? We are on uh, Salem Network. Yeah, Salem's, okay, Salem's awesome. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention too, you find me on Apple Podcasts, uh, I, like the iTunes, Spotify and stuff, but you know, hey, wherever, wherever, wherever yep. information is stored. That's awesome. Yeah, we're on Salem, uh, Salem Watch Now is where this will be. And then we're on several Salem networks across the country. Um, yeah, I, yeah, Spotify, of course, and all the podcast outlets as well. But Love the Blaze, um, you know, you mentioned them. They've been very good to us as an organization, the Mighty Oaks Foundation, where we, from whence we hail, um, they've been very good to us. We have some great connections there. But but bringing it all in is, is uh, I do think that's the way forward, I think, is just, you know, like-minded people coming together and figuring it out. So, um Man, really appreciate it. Thanks for the conversation. I hope we can do this again. Um, man, so many big ideas. We just need to break down. And it's so confusing. <laughs> it's so hard to understand. And uh, having these conversations is very, very helpful. Yeah, thank you guys. And sorry to the audience. I am very wordy. I've been known for having an inability to say an idea in less than 10 minutes. But <laughs> that's, why that's, why, that's why I get paid to speak for hours a day. Up but I'm, I'm, my apologies to the people who want it quicker. No, that's awesome. Thanks, Elijah. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you for, uh, for taking the time with us. Always thankful to have guests like Elijah on. And one of the things that I think is wonderful about our show, and we've just been blessed with the opportunity to have guests like Elijah, is that these are folks that are out there doing it. Again, not just people sitting around talking about it or <laughs> dealing from some kind of a philosophical position. This is what I think. These are folks out there making it happen, dealing with the consequences of it. Elijah, over the last several weeks, uh, has really been fighting a fight. And, uh, man, just awesome to be able to have him on and get his perspective on these things. A couple of takeaways that are important, and this is your situation report for this week. Number one, the gatekeepers of information are still doing their best to keep the gate. 
And as Elijah mentioned, what they're doing is not changing their model. They're simply trying to silence the voices that would oppose the information that they're pushing forward. And we need to understand that. Again, it, it is what it is. I'm not sure what we can do to change that. But we also need to understand what's happening. It's not that they're going to change their model. It's not that they're going to come together and figure out a different way. They're just going to silence the alternative voices. Be very aware of that. The second thing is this, and it comes from the first, knowing that we need to support independent voices, independent journalism, independent media. We talk about this a lot on this show because it's so important. Uh, The Bible tells us that you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. (laughs) It's the truth that is under attack. That's why this is such an important topic for us. That's why this should be an important topic for you. If we don't have access to the truth We will never be free. Um, Sometimes the truth is ugly. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's not what we want to hear, but we need to have access to it. And going forward, if the gatekeepers are going to keep the gate, then it is the independent journalists that will give us the access to the truth. Keep that in mind and move forward with that uh, ever at the top of your mind. But then understand the third thing. This was also very important. To know the truth, you need to look outside of your particular bubble. This is something we hear again and again and again from uh, conservative, independent journalists, from those who are less conservative. Get outside of what you would normally perhaps consume. Uh, If you are more conservative, also listen to some left-leaning voices or vice versa. Uh, Look at all of the information out there. Put the picture together And somewhere in the middle, you'll find the truth, and this will help you become a discerning listener. Uh, I think it's it's very dangerous to just accept what a network talking head tells you, as it is also dangerous to accept what someone on your favorite YouTube channel uh, tells you. Uh, It's consuming all of it, finding the truth, and then acting on the truth. And I hope that will be helpful to you. Thank you for watching. What a great conversation today. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.